Welcome to the podcast. I'm going to be talking about how to identify different types of snakes. But first, we need to learn how to identify a snake by itself. Um, there's three different categories I've listed here. Um, and it says how to tell if they're venomous, how to tell if they're gender, and how to tell, um, well, not really just tell, but how to, like, how to, like, read their behavior and everything. First, I want to talk about venom. 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 Snakes can be identified, um, easily, um, by the, by their head looking like a triangle shape. But again, not all snakes have this shape. Like, take the, take the black mama, one of the most poisonous snakes actually probably the most poisonous snake in the world it has a round head but but when it gets threatened it actually uh stretches its face into like a triangle shape or like a diamond shape kind of like the rattlesnake head but non-venomous snakes can also do this when they're threatened but one but so this is honestly kind of a hard way to tell but if you come across a snake the triangle head do not pick it up because unless you're 100 percent sure that you know what you're picking up Another way to tell if a snake is dangerous or if it's venomous is, but this is also kind of hard because to do this, you, the snake would have have its tail uh, available where you can see underneath it. A venomous snake will have one row of scales underneath the tail from the inner gland down. That's only only venomous snakes have that, but a non-venomous snake will have two rows of scales going down. Um, another way is um, if it has a bright colors and and if, if you ever see a snake with bright colors, do not pick it up no matter what. Even if you're 100% sure. Because snakes with bright colors, and, and if they're mimicking, usually their mimicry is very good. So never, never touch a bright colored snake. Another group is, grouping, is gender. If you want to tell what snake, is, if you want to tell you if your snake is like a female or a male, you can tell by the length of the tail. But different species have different lengths, but most species, the male will have a, well, male will have a longer tail. A long, longer tail with, it's going to be very, the tail can be very thin, it's going to come off very thin. And the female will have a little bit of a longer tail. A little bit of, like, not really longer tail, but a longer, uh, a, a longer, thicker, a long, thick part of the tail. And will and will and will go to a point really really fast, uh, so it's kind of stubby. But if you want to be hundred percent sure, do your research so you can be hundred percent um, accurate. And but some snakes, their tails look very similar, and you would actually have to do a test, like a blood sample, to actually tell. Um, the behavior of a snake is a different story, though. If you want to identify a snake's behavior. You have, to, you have to pay attention to the body language. But first, a stressed snake will, will be curled up and will flick their tongue very, very often to see and read, but, uh, to read about whatever is making them stressed. Um, but uh, they, will, they will hiss and they'll open their mouths and they will keep in like a little S shape. And they'll display their head It'll display their head, and they'll even flatten their head out like a venomous snake would. And no, sometimes they'll, they'll, they'll rattle, some snakes will rattle their tail. Even if it's not a rattlesnake, they'll rattle their tail. They'll be more threatening. And and some will even play dead, or, or they'll even bluff strike. 
Or a bluff strike is where if it strikes just to scare you away, but it's it's like a warning strike. But, but again, just because they make the S shape doesn't mean they're doesn't mean they're gonna bite you. And also, also if their head strangler doesn't mean they're venomous. But again, you still want to be careful. A hungry snake has some very similar behaviors. A snake will follow will follow its head around. Uh, will follow its its head at whatever it wants to eat. Um, their head will their neck will not be an S shape. But rather straight and just think and up close to what they want to eat. Uh, uh, and before and they'll they'll flick their tongue and sometimes they'll even curve their tongue towards the towards the object they want again they want to eat. Um, and right before they're about to strike to eat this thing, they'll get really close where their nose is almost touching it, as and then they'll open the mouth and actually eat it. But again, you. To understand when this is hungry, you're gonna have to know your snake and do your research. But good thing they will not hiss, or they won't, and they won't bluff strike if they're thinking if they think it's food, which is a good sign because because you don't want your snake to hiss at you because that'd be a sign of stress. A relaxed snake um, might be in the F S curve as well, but it, its head will usually be on the ground and rested and their other and the other body sing, uh body signals will will be all be calm they won't be very much you're not going to move very much and their tongue flips are going to be very slow and their whole body is just going to be complete going to be still one another another uh behavior is their curiosity behavior it's and it's very simple they're just going to roam around they're going to they're going to flick they're going to curve their tongue they're going to go up and down and all over the place just to explore their surroundings. And it's very simple. Uh, to take, uh, and that's really how you can identify different snakes. Um, s- and some snakes in different places will have different behaviors. So again, do your research. If you, um, I'm going to go into another topic. And tell you how to take care of these snakes and how to and how to provide the right husbandry. I personally own a corn snake, um, and he he likes like he does he likes a mild human type. So I personally got some got some got some stuff that doesn't suck up much water and doesn't provide that provides just a medium amount of humidity. And so the stuff I got was a was a tank. It was a twenty gallon tank, a heat pad and some aspen shavings to go underneath it. And it got me a hide I got a hide. I got two hides, a one on the hide on the cold side and the hot side. How to make a cold side and the hot side is use, using a heat pad or a heat lamp. The heat the heat up one side so the snake can move wherever it wants to. If it was, if it's let's say it's trying to shed and it wants something more humid, it's gonna go to the cold side where the water dish is at. And stuff because it's going to be more humid over there due to the water. If it's if you want some more dry climate, it's going to go to the hotter side as well. But some snakes you want more humid stuff, so you might want to have a bioactive enclosure. But it might be a little bit bigger. With a snake, and it can have like orthopods and this other stuff you can put in there. Even organic plant matter where it, where it actually produces oxygen, which causes humidity and stuff like that. But 
doing your research is very important, like I said before. And you want every you just want everything to be accurate and to your best ability so that your snake can get provided the best comfort level and just throughout throughout its life. Um when feeding when feeding it when feeding your snake, depending what you're feeding it, if it's fish, you could have a little, little water dish and put some small fish. But some but some fish have this chemical called thymine. And you don't want to give this that chemical to a snake because it can cause some neurological disorders and stuff like in respiratory and respiratory issues. And so you gotta be careful what fish. Mice you wanna feed you wanna feed them you wanna feed the mouse or rat um that in the mouse should be around the thickest part of your snake's body. Don't worry if 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 the mouse looks bigger than the snake's head because snakes can unhinge your jaw and swallow thing whole. Um, as well as snake shedding, it's a good sign when a, sh- when a shed comes off in a complete piece. Complete piece. And it shows that they're, they're healthy and everything like that. If you're, and if they're stuck shed and you can't get it off by just like rubbing your, like softly rubbing your hand across it or finger, you can soak them in a bath and it can help and it can help them get that scale unstuck. But if you don't get the, this, if you leave this shed, this shed on, it can cause, it can wrap around and cause different issues. It can cause by the tail to fall off due to blood loss and everything like that. Um, but mainly, mainly provide the best, provide all the research it needs to your snake. Throughout the life and your snake will leave a, will live a happy long life.